What's Up Wenatchee is brought to you in part by Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, the new morning show that's heard Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on Country 1047 KKRV. Homegrown with Brent and Nikki can be heard locally in the Wenatchee Valley at 1047 FM, online at KKRV.com, or through the Odyssey app. Hey, it's Nikki Darling, and allow me to set the stage here for you. We are going to talk about Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, which I am the Nikki part of Brent and Nikki. It's a brand new morning radio show on KKRV 104.7 FM in Wenatchee, and it's part of the Alpha Media Wenatchee radio group. But I want to go back to June of 2020 when I lost my job, uh, my other radio job in town. And I thought I was, I mean, I was upset at first, but I really thought that I was gonna be okay, that I could reinvent myself. By August, 2020, I had uh, filed for a business license to start a new business, my own production company, doing event planning in time of COVID, which didn't make sense, but building websites, doing graphic design, helping small businesses with building their brand. And then came the this podcast network off of that. Uh, in the midst of all of that, I lost a huge part of myself. I struggled with my identity. I wasn't speaking to the community every single day. I wasn't communicating with callers and listeners online, on the air, through social media, at events. I was having a really tough time. I felt like I had disappeared into obscurity and nobody cared. I know this isn't the case for everybody, but mm, being a radio personality and what some people call a Wenatchee celebrity, uh, I don't consider myself that. I'm just a regular person. I did feel like I lost some some credibility to be able to do what I love to do, which is to help other people through nonprofits and through the forum of having a platform to speak and be heard. So I was feeling lost and depressed. And then in late September, early October, uh, I found out I was pregnant, something I never thought that I would experience in my entire life. From um, you know September to the following June, when my son was born, now a just over a year, I lost my job June 11th, 2020. My son was born June 13th of 2021. <laughs> so within that year, there was a lot that happened. I had a really tough pregnancy health-wise, a lot of sickness, uh, some health issues, a lot of depression, not to mention the fact that I didn't know if I was ever going to work in the career that I really loved ever again. A month later, I get a phone call from a number, a local number that I didn't know. And I, I hear on the other line, hey, Nikki, it's Brent Rhodes from Alpha Media. I had no idea who that was. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, hi. I knew Alpha Media, didn't know exactly Brent. At, by the end of that phone call, the, just the spark of hope that I might be able to do this again, to be a voice for people who don't have a voice to be a personality or to be an example, a living example that you can be exactly who you are and that is okay. And that is what I strive to do every day. So now that I've set the stage, I was able to bring in Brent. Now that we have officially launched Homegrown, we're one week in 
I thought it was time to get him in the studio, sit him down, and like replay the story from his point of view. How do you feel about recording a podcast? Good is, talk. Is that? Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, are we starting now? <laughs> this is kind of my podcast style. I go, eh, yeah, yeah, we just, we just kind of, we talk. <laughs> let's, let's, let's start from the top there. So what was the, the, oh, yeah, no, I was you're kidding. You're like a, you need a start, you need a. Well, yeah, no, I was, I mean, is that, that what guy? you want to, is that the question you want to ask? I feel a little gassy, <laughs> but good to go. <laughs> I'm comfortable. All right. Wonderful. Well, I guess if we're going to talk about homegrown, we might as well start from the beginning before it was ever even homegrown, Mm. before homegrown really had a name. There was a need, there was a gap in the morning show of KKRV. You were doing it alone. I was. Well, if you want to talk about the beginning, I remember when 1995, the station went on the air. 1995. It was... um, Memorial Weekend of 1995, Garth Brooks was the hottest thing on the planet, and we began broadcasting at 104.9, and we did all Garth Brooks music for about five straight days. And in the industry, we call that a... Train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. <laughs> you know, it was really cool. Got a lot of people talking right away about, oh, K-Garth. We were K-Garth to people uh, for, uh, you know, for a little while anyway. But, you know, we broke in and kind of got back to normal programming. And that's how it was all born. I was here the very first day. And, and here I am 21, 31 years later. Is that right? 31? Sure. You know how old I was? And in, in, we won't go there. Yeah, please. <laughs> Enough of the old jokes already. All right. All right. They're, but, but they're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I can see it. But mostly because I like I like that I fit in with a more mature crowd. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. <laughs> it's very much a compliment <laughs> to you and to myself, right? All right. So as long as there's been a real set morning show mm-hmm. on KKRV, have you been a part of it? Or was there something before you? Um, there, uh, For the first probably year, there was Mike in the Morning and a couple of different configurations there, including me. Uh, he had me come on to be his partner shortly before he moved on to the next thing. So I've been doing mornings since late 96, probably. So that's a long time. That's a very long time. And it's weird for me to think about that because I think about where I've been in the interim of the time where you have just been here. Mm, yeah, I've been all over the place getting my broadcasting chops and working my way up and doing my own thing and you're here and you're doing your thing every day i would say not in this building because you've moved buildings since then Mm. but essentially in the same place it is a weird thing when you stop to think about it how long the time has actually been i mean that's a long time right right and, you know, one of the things that I always the, – the regret that I have about this is that I haven't been able to work with more people. You know, there's a select talent pool that is going to come in and out of Wenatchee. And still to this day, I have not worked with anybody better than the general manager that put this station on the air. I long for that. It was the most special time of my career. And there have been plenty of high points since then, but nothing like that 
initial startup. It was it was amazing. And so I have missed being able to surround myself with other really good radio pros. I haven't had that opportunity. I've worked with some good people, but you're limited. It's because you haven't worked with me yet. Yeah, we, we're changing <laughs> that up right now. But I, I do like that I have been in like bigger cities. Mm-hmm. I have worked with all kinds of people, all kinds of talent, all kinds of egos, mm. a lot of egos in this business. Sure. And and I can tell you from doing that whole track around literally around the world, this is where I choose to be. In Wenatchee. In Wenatchee. That's part of the the give and take, I think, with you know, my particular job. And I think, you know, a lot of people in this town that have been doing radio for a while, it's a pretty great place to be. You know, you're gonna sacrifice the things that I talked about earlier to to be here long term. So the latest version of um, of the KKRV Morning Show lasted, what, 23 years? Yeah. Yeah, 23 and a little bit of change. Your partner was yeah. Gary Patrick. So Gary was here. Uh, he came over, uh, you know, a, a couple of years after we started the station. He was, you know, direct format competition, worked for the, you know, the other country station that was in town. I think the play at the time was to hire both Gary and the main morning show host over there, Dan Solom. Solom in the morning with Gary Patrick was kind of a you know kind of a big deal, and our general manager had made a play to hire them both. And I don't know what that would have meant for my career, to be honest with you. Uh, thankfully, Dan priced himself out. Gary didn't, and Gary became the program director here and went to the afternoons while I was doing mornings with. I don't rightly recall. There was a host of women that were coming in and out of the morning show for a while. One morning stands. Yeah, right. One morning stands. So Gary being added to the mix happened a few months down the line after he was hired in 1997, I want to say, 98. And that's kind of how it started, about 1998. Um, He was somebody that I could not stand prior to him working here. I just always thought, you know, the whole ego thing came in and I knew who he was and had been around him enough to know that I didn't think I would ever care to work with him. The first day we went on the air together was a weird dichotomy, right? Because here's a guy I had no desire to be around and it worked. It worked really well. And we had the best time for quite some time. It was great. Did it work because you didn't necessarily get along or... Did you find once you got into the studio, you actually liked the guy? I think it worked because I underestimated what he brought to the table. And once I realized, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> you you were wrong, and I'm big enough to know when I'm wrong. Um, I think I just recognized that, and it turned out that you know Gary and I were good friends for an awful long time. Yeah, awful long time. Unbelievable. We had a really good run. It was a, it was a great run. It's it's unheard of in radio to begin with, and really? then to have it happen in Wenatchee, that's never been done before, and it will never happen again that anybody's together this long. You mean this isn't the beginning of a twenty plus year I, I morning show? I have no intention of working twenty three more years. <laughs> Homegrown could go on for twenty plus years. You, you can carry this forward as long as you yeah. want, but I have a feeling I'll be a little less than twenty three years into it. <laughs> And, and it's really important to set the stage that way, that this is where you're coming from. You had no idea where your career was going to be headed at that point. You and Gary sat in those seats. You built this thing mm. from the ground up for so long. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? I mean, I know I'm jumping 23 years ahead. I know that's a lot of time to jump. But 
we're, we are talking about the the current launch of this mm-hmm. new show. So how did we get to this point? Like what happened? Well, the run was fantastic. I think I became a much better broadcaster during the time. I understand how to do mornings better. I'm not perfect at it. And that's what one of the things I'm really looking forward to about being with you is that we'll probably fill in some gaps. Gary put in his retirement papers back in May, I think it was. And... You know, working that last month was very surreal, and I knew that, you know, there would some be somebody sitting in that chair at some point. I had no idea who it was going to be. Um, did but you I, ever consider doing it by yourself? I did, but I knew I would be underserving what could be a much better morning show. So he left, and I knew there was going to be a period of time where, you know, I don't know if it was morning or, you know, whatever you call it. You know, not having a partner, my partner, Gary, whoever. Um, but at the same time, you know, that morning period was also a period where I couldn't have possibly been ready to accept somebody coming in the next Monday and sitting down and saying, you know, away we go. There was no chance. I needed that time to. It was almost like a grieving. Yeah, just to sort of let it all play out. I mean, I was fine, really. I'm happy for Gary's having his best life now, and I'm happy for him, but. That after 23 years of the same person, thinking about something new is really quite strange. And I had no idea what it was going to be. How did you wrap your head around it? The biggest thing for me was that after 23 years of the same partner, you can fall into a pattern, right? Uh, where you're walking through things kind of sleepy sometimes. And I think it was a great thing for Gary to retire and give us an opportunity to breathe some fle- uh, fresh life into the station. So... That's how I got over it, um, knowing that there was another opportunity and it would be better than what had been going on for, you know, a period of time leading up to his retirement. And what <laughs> what were your um, hesitations what do, about yourself and maybe bringing somebody else into the fold? What did you think was going to be difficult for you? Um. Well, there's, you know, the trepidation. Can you do, can you find the groove like you had? Because I remember very clearly when things were at the height of how good they were when, when Gary and I were here. And it was good. I mean, we were really good at what we did. That's what I wanted. But how do I get there? I didn't know how to get there again, to be honest with you. That's, that's kind of where it was at. How do I get back there? Who is going to help me get there? Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> listen, I, listen. I took another job uh, within a job, right? I mean, I'm not doing exactly the same thing as I was before. So there's that's another wrinkle. So I knew I needed help. I had to have some more help. It, it was not going to fall all on me. I couldn't do it all. Yeah, I mean, that that is something important to be said, that you are no longer going to just be this responsibility of the co-host of the morning show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were then being upped into the position where Gary was retiring from. So a lot more responsibility is being handed on to your plate. And you then needed to figure out what you wanted to do with this morning show. Exactly. I I knew I had a bunch of phone calls to make. I knew I had some rocks to kick and turn over and and all of that. And uh, I've shared this with you before. You were the first person I called. I was a bit of a fanboy of uh, Nikki Darling when she was on The Competitor. I listen to you all the time, and I thought, man, I really like her. She's good. And so when this was all settling in and I knew what was going to be happening with my role at the station, I, I found you online, and, oh, there was your, your phone number's right here. 
<laughs> I picked up my cell phone and I punched in the numbers and you answered. And so that's just kind of how it, how it happened. And honestly, Brent, it is beyond belief to me to hear you say that <laughs> Be, because of where I was at the time where that phone call from you came in for me, just to give you an idea of where I was, where you're talking about the heyday of your morning show and where you were at the best. And if you could get back there, if that was all behind you, or if you could actually get the, the show back to that point, I was there also. You know, I had built this brand mm. across the town, you know, mm-hmm. at the competitor. I thought that was my heyday. Mm-hmm. At, at my age, bringing back the age thing, but well, it, I it, wanted to stay here in Wenatchee. I it, wanted this to be my home. There's a parallel right here. You know that we were essentially the same age as when the the high points were. So okay, that we're makes sense. Roughly around the same. And yeah. when and when that all piled in on itself, and I said, well, I made the decision to stay here in Wenatchee. I thought that was the absolute end of my radio mm. career. Done. All almost 15, 20 years myself working my way up, mm. moving around the country, moving around the world. I was like, I'm done. My best heyday is behind me. So, and then I and then I get pregnant, have a kid. My baby was three weeks old. <laughs> three weeks old. Here I am, no sleep, not showered for days, <laughs> and my phone rings, and you're on the other end. Yep. So let's go to that moment. All right. What were you thinking going into that phone call? What were your expectations? What were you trying to get out of it? Really? I just kind of wanted to see where you were at. And I knew I hadn't heard you on the air for a while. So it's kind of seeing what was going on there. I really had no idea. I just knew that I, I wanted to talk to you. Um, and, and I was curious because I hadn't heard you for so long and found out from you know, some mutual friends that you were still in town out of the game. One of the questions I asked you, I still think about this today, and it makes me laugh. I, I asked you, I said, well, you've been out, you know, for a while, and, and uh, how come you never called over here to say, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember from that moment is, is I was curious why you had never reached out. Do you remember what my answer was? Um, no, I don't. My answer was that I had known other people who had left the same competitor mm. And had done the rounds of trying to find a job in town. Right. Okay. And couldn't. Yep. And if they couldn't do it, and they were in the game longer than me, maybe more qualified than right. me. Okay. How is it? How, that didn't really bode well for me trying yeah. to find work. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. I remember that now. Yeah. So I just didn't try. I didn't try. And the stars aligned. Yeah, I mean, it, it lined up at the right time. If you tried, you know, at that point in time, it, when you needed to, there was nothing happening. COVID was going on. Mm-hmm. We were furloughing people. It was a nightmare, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't work out then. So I made the call at the right time. You had a baby at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yes, if you and if you would have called maybe three weeks earlier, I would have been like, I'm in labor. <laughs> call back. I can't. I can't talk to you right now. And even at that moment... I was a little overwhelmed by the call and going, is this even something I could fit logistically into my life at this moment? Some days I still wake up and go, am I fitting this into my life very well? I don't know. Right after that very first phone call for me, I was like, this is, this guy's amazing. Mm. I need to, whether I start, I work with him or not work with him. I need to get to know this guy better. Oh, cool. 
That's yeah. cool. The thing I was thinking about was she's just had the baby. She's not interested in doing this. I'm going to have to kick some more rocks. That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Thinking about my life and you know, my boyfriend and the baby, and I tried to very ginger. I had to very gingerly bring it up to him, mm. going. Yeah, it's radio. I'm still flirting with radio. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> is this really what you want to do? Because <laughs> I had spent the past year, over a year, trying to build up my own company. Sure. And he's like, are you just going to abandon that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of question marks in yeah. both of our lives. Yeah. Right? And I don't know what you had to go through or how many other rocks you had to kick over. But in the end, you you made the decision to offer that position to me. Well, I knew I had to kick over some more rocks because there's this EEO policy sure. in place. But I told a couple of people after the first time you came in and we met each other in person, I said, I think that's the right one. I think she's going to be the right one. Can I can I ask you why? <laughs> Not to be selfish, but just you know for uh, for the a, posterity's sake. I, here. I think be, just because of the different dynamic that you add, you're not like anything that we have had up to now, and I think that's important is to do things differently. And that was my entire goal from you know becoming this other person within the building. Not not only am I the morning guy, but I have to do this other job. The way that I'm looking at things right away is this place needs a different dynamic. We need different kinds of people than we've had. And I'm ready to do that. That was the one thing that I was embracing was change, difference. Let's shake this up and do it different. Which is 180 degrees different from a lot of other people in the radio industry. I'll tell you that. They see something different and they go, no, it's not the way that we've always done it. I need to run away from this like it's a fire. Right. Look, I'm not a huge fan of change, and and Gary would tell you that he knows that. I'm not. I don't like my cheese moved. However, I'm smart enough to at least recognize when something needs changed, whether I, you know, willingly going into it, it. That's a different story. But I knew I knew it. And you have given me a lot of creative freedom with building the brand of Homegrown. Mm-hmm. We've kicked around a couple of different ideas of what we would name it, how we would brand it, what we would do on the show. And we settled on the name Homegrown with Brent and Nikki. We officially launched this week. Now that we're a week through, immediate thoughts. Uh, well, I'm I'm convinced that this was the right thing to do. And in terms of letting you have created, that, there's no letting. That, that, was the, in, that was my intent to begin with, was finding somebody with new ideas that wanted to grab the steering wheel and take it. And that, to me, after three or four or five days, whatever we're at here, I, I'm feeling a bit smug, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dust it off the shoulder, yeah. Look, I know how to do, I know how to be on the air. I know how to do this, but I want to be different. I don't want to do it the way it was done. And so, you know, giving you a, a larger chunk of the steering wheel makes a big change. I love it. I don't care what you, we you could have called it whatever you wanted to call it. I'd have been fine with it. Well, yeah, I mean you had ideas and you put it through your your go-to filter which mm-hmm. is your wife Holly yep. and she gave it the thumbs She's up. She's like, "I love it." See? You have to do that. Yep. 
you have to make sure because you get so focused on an idea that sometimes you lose the perspective, mm-hmm. right? So I always go, "What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?" <laughs> I always love the creative input. Yep. But what what does homegrown as the show, as the brand, as the word, as this community? What does it mean to you? Well, I think what it means is we're going in a direction that we have needed to go in quite a while. We're talking about bringing back elements that have been missing for a long time. More listeners on the air, more local content, more contributors from outside of our little cubicle. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I I feel like I was right in (laughs) where we went. Because, I mean, the community is so important here, especially yeah. in Wenatchee. Yep. Uh, everybody's so in tune to what's happening, and we can't have eyes everywhere. Right. We, at one time, backing up revisionist history, we were always out doing something, going somewhere, seeing people, having people visit, talking to people on the phone. And that that was waning uh, in the last, you know, couple of years uh, where you get – You know, you get comfortable with what you're doing, right? I don't really want to do that. Let's just do this. We can get through this without having to put in any extra work. And then COVID made things even worse. Sure. Because then we were forced to hardly do anything. We couldn't have people in the station. There was conversation about whether Gary and I could be in the same room. You know how it is. So that, that really made things difficult for our final two years. For everybody. And for everybody. For everybody. Yeah, I don't want to make this about me, but it was it was tough for everybody. But um, yeah, so, so coming out of that and you coming in here, uh, things are starting to get back on the tracks, I think. The broadcasting industry took took the hit hard. I know <laughs> it did. <laughs> I mean, I was one of them, for yeah. sure. Yep. That took it hard. Um, but we're here and we're doing it. And you know, Homegrown just has that that feel of, yeah, we're a country station, but we are we are you. You are us. Mm. We are the community. The community makes this up. Mm. You know, as somebody who's been in, and we'll kind of loop it around and kind of wrap it up here. Being in radio for as long as you've been doing radio, and doing live and local radio for as long as you've been doing live and local radio, how important do you think it is to be live and local in radio in general, and in a place like Wenatchee where we live? Well. I've been on the air since September of 1985, and I'm very lucky that nothing in terms of interruption of my career has happened to me. And I know that's pretty unique. I've been able to make all my own choices. Um, Not everybody in the industry can say that. So, you know, I've been doing radio for a long time, and I've seen how people do it here and there. and, And look, the only way to survive this particular industry is to be live and local. It's our company's slogan. Uh, you're not going to make it if you can't connect. That's plain and simple. That's what it yeah, comes down to. That is what it is. And so I recognized that in you. I knew that that would be uh, one of your strengths. Again, I'm I'm a pretty smart guy. <laughs> I'm not going to debate you there. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate you at least taking a, you know, some time to, yeah, no, to sit here and, and talk with me. And um, My first podcast ever. How do you feel about it now that it's over and it's done with? Oh, cool. And I didn't even swear. I was thinking, you know, a podcast, we're not on terrestrial radio. It's true. I'm going to swear when I get in there. Do you want to just give it a go? No, 
Oh. I don't want to break my record. <laughs> okay. I can tell you I'm I'm nothing but excited to just see where Homegrown leads and being in there every morning with you. And, and this this staff here, everybody in the building has, is wonderful. Yep. Right. We, got a, we got a good building. We got it good is. people. It is. I, I wake up and I love what I do every single day. Good. There's nothing that beats that. So. That's, that's hardly work, is it? If you love what you do, I don't think it is. What's Up Wenatchee is produced as a collaboration between the Darling Productions Podcast Network and Hightower Digital Media. To see all of the Darling Productions podcasts, visit darlingpodcast.com or search for them wherever you download your podcasts.